Hey guys, welcome back to Adorn Podcast. We have missed you. We are on episode 64 and we're going to have a little summer recap and a little look ahead to what's coming next. Hi friends and welcome to the Adorned Podcast. We're your hosts, Erin and Casey. We would love for you to come join us each week as we discuss what it means to be made beautiful by God's Word. Whether you are a college student walking to class, a mom folding laundry during nap time, or a boss babe sitting in rush hour traffic, we hope that we can encourage and inspire you to pursue a deeper understanding of the Bible. So today we have our good friend of the podcast and of our ministry. She does our ministry with us our and our song for our intro and outro. You've met her before, Miss Katie Cobbs. Yay! Hey, the crowd goes <laughs> The wild. applause track. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we thought it'd be fun to have her on as we recap the summer, as we talk about a conference we got to go this last weekend, and also um, our upcoming series that we'll be starting next week. So here we go. Yeah, Erin, tell us a little bit about your summer. Oh my. Um, So I guess this is this was before summer a little bit, but my like big exciting news from the summer is that I'm gonna have a baby. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) More applause. And it's a boy, and his name is Reed, and uh, yeah. How far along are you? I am 22 weeks. When's he due, in case people can't do math? Uh, December 3rd. <laughs> December 3rd is December his due December 3rd. Yeah, really exciting. What a blessing. Yeah. We're so excited. an answer to prayer. A yes. lot of prayers. Yes, lots of waiting for this baby, so <laughs> we're very excited about that. Um what else? Should we go like one by one or should I just word vomit my whole summer? Yeah, go ahead. Word vomit. <laughs> okay. We like that. Um, <laughs> I applied for seminary. So that's exciting. Um, they have some tracks that you can do like through training in the local church. So I'm going to start with that and then go to some online classes and stuff like that eventually. It's exciting. So, We're going to yeah. get to hear all the wisdom you gain on oh, the podcast. Yeah. Of so. course. I'm going to share So with exciting. You, you go spend all the hours and learn all that and then just, and just the teach money. us. <laughs> and all the money. That's what I'm thinking. And briefly teach us everything. <laughs> we'll let Aaron spend all the money and then we'll, we'll just glean from that. Yeah. <laughs> the Bible talks about that actually, but continue on. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we went on a couple fun trips. My favorite probably was uh, Taylor and I went to Colorado for a week, just the two of us. It was like our... 30th birthday present to each other and we had no cell phone service pretty much the entire time and it was fantastic and wonderful until you get home and you realize we did things without you and then you get mad that's true the FOMO (laughs) kicks in and I'm like no everybody was supposed to stop existing while I was gone (laughs) do you feel like there was any big lessons that the Lord taught you this summer oh man um yeah I mean probably the first one that comes to mind is like it's okay to slow down. Like mm-hmm. that's against Good. everything in my personality. Yeah. And, but you know, that first part time, like first few months of being pregnant, I like couldn't do anything pretty mm-hmm. much. So just like reminding myself that my worth isn't in what I do, but instead whose I am. And so mm-hmm. that's a really hard lesson and like something I know in the head, right? Like yeah. we all know that, but then just like reminding myself of that when it's like three o'clock in the afternoon and I can't get off the couch to do anything. Cause I just feel so terrible. So Probably that would be the main thing. I think also just like cherishing the small moments and it kind of goes along with that slowing down, like slowing down enough to notice those moments Mm -hmm. and like watch my kids and like see how much they're growing up and realizing like, oh man, I'm so busy doing all the things that I'm not like really paying attention to their little lives. And I guess, yeah, that's probably 
probably the biggest thing. And to just trust his timing mm-hmm. and all of that. So that's good. Yeah. Good question. I wasn't, that was not planned or prepared <laughs> for. So that must've been the true answer. <laughs> that was came good. Out. That's yeah. Good answer. What about you? Who wants to go next? Casey, you want me to Kay. go next? Okay. How much time do you have? Like, <laughs> I can tell you all about my summer. <laughs> Got some big things in our lives this summer. Um, but one of the things that I feel like he's taught me the most this summer. And I mean, we went on trips and we had a good time. Um, but there's just been some big lessons that we've learned this summer. And it really started this whole theme kind of got kicked off when we did our interview with Margaret that you'll Mm -hmm. all get to hear next week. But we talked to her about generosity. And from that point on, the Lord has just shown me some, um, big lessons about generosity. And, um, there were several huge takeaways from that episode with uh, with Margaret, but I'll you'll hear me talk about more talk about them more next week. But I've been the recipient of some extreme acts of generosity this summer, and our family has, and I could just list them one after another, mm-hmm. just like that. Some of it has just blown my mind, and um, every single time someone has given us something or offered us something, all I can think is. I definitely do not deserve this, like mm-hmm. every single time. Um, but this is what we talked about, and you'll hear more once again. You'll hear more, but we talk about that in our episode with Margaret about how generosity is such a beautiful picture mm-hmm. and a reflection of God's generosity towards us and then the grace that he gives us because we for sure don't deserve that. And so as I've been thinking about this, my mind keeps coming back to Ephesians 3.20, and that's probably because we had just studied this. But I just think about um, how it says, Now to him who is able to do far more ab- abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And God has just continued to do that this summer. There were several times when, I mean, I would even verbalize like, it's impossible. Like that situation's impossible. Like it's not going to happen. And God through his generosity and through the generosity of others has just provided more abundantly than I could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And, um, some of that has been through some fun trips this summer. A sweet family, um, paid for us to go to Puerto Aransas for a few days. And, um, that was just such a blessing to us. And, um, even random things like some friends bought us tickets to see John Mayer. And that seems so little and frivolous, but it just made us feel so loved and I mean just there I mean there's one thing after another we've had some precious donors come forward for our ministry mm-hmm. and we didn't even ask for them they just stepped forward and said hey we see what y'all are doing and we we want to be a part of this and that's such a um an answered prayer and so generosity has just kind of been the theme of my one of the many themes of my summer and I hope to get to share more details about some other things that have happened um in our lives and in our family's life but that's been the main thing this summer, and it has just been such a gift because um, I think I've struggled with that a little bit in the past, and I share a little bit about that next week, but just either asking for things from people or just being able to receive things kind of humbly and um, and realize that the Lord uses that to teach mm-hmm. you more about Him, and the Lord also uses that as a, as a way for that other person um, to fulfill their mission mm-hmm. and their calling. And um, so, yeah, it's just been a really beautiful thing. So that's been a sweet part of my summer. What about awesome. you, Katie? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, we've done all the things, too many things, actually, <laughs> and it's still not over. <laughs> busy but summer. It has. It's been one of the craziest summer, but also like one of the, I mean, busy, but with very good things. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually went to family camp with our church, and um, that was just the sweetest time with my family, I think, that we've ever had. Just um, our middle, Mason, he's five. He's the only boy. And um, that kid has a temper <laughs> and, um, you know, gets disciplined more often than the girls do. But um, just seeing him just thrive in the environment of being in the mountains and without, you know, just being outside and playing like it was he got in trouble one time the whole week and he only got mad. No, he got in trouble twice the whole week and he got mad one time, which is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And so it was just made for a really that just helped make it just be really, really sweet for mm-hmm. our family. And um, actually, while we were at family camp, we were um, just really challenged, like, what does it look like to really know Jesus? But, like, what does it look like to um, make that happen, to know Jesus and spend time with him? Because mm-hmm. if you're going to know him and spend time with him, that can look like making sacrifices. And, um, and so I actually decided to give up um, TV in the evenings and um, not like Bruce and I still watch our shows after the kids go down, but it's when we get in bed and we turn on the office or, you know, whatever show it is to go to sleep to just mindless stuff as we're going to sleep. But um, I've committed to, and I have been um, reading in the evenings and spending more time in prayer. And it has been um, such a summer of growth in that area and just making time, like giving up something that I like to do, um, but to do something that is, um, going to help further God's kingdom mm-hmm. and while I'm not giving TV up completely I am giving it up at a time where I do like to just turn my mind off yeah. but I'm um, just allowing the evenings um you know when we're in bed to read and to study mm-hmm. and dig deeper and um and it's not do always other things you do in the bed <laughs> <laughs> yes that too it's not that kind of, it's not that type of show Erin <laughs> um, I just like to make Katie's face <laughs> <laughs> uh but no but it's, it's just been it's just been really good. And um, there have been nights where I'm like, oh, it's just been a long day. I'm just going to turn the TV on anyway. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. Like, oh, that's good. You know, I'm, I might not get in bed and read because I'm just exhausted. Mm-hmm. But um, I do get in bed and I'm falling asleep praying like I used mm-hmm. to in high school. Like mm-hmm. I used to fall asleep praying all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like my prayer life is just even better. Just those nights where I'm exhausted, too exhausted to read. But, mm-hmm. you know, I can that's just more time that I can spend praying. So I love that because I think a lot of times we just expect everything to come so easily. Like we don't want to give anything up. We don't want to change anything. Mm -hmm. We just want it to spontaneously happen. And Mm -hmm. that's a good point. Like if we want to walk with Jesus, walking takes effort. And discipline. Mm -hmm. It's not, doesn't, we're not called to just stand there with Jesus. Like we're called to walk with him. So, and that does look like a sacrifice sometimes. So, and I love that you keep mentioning it and now you've mentioned it to the public. So (laughs) now you have to do it. (laughs) I know. And it's not forever, but it's definitely, you know, it's definitely going to be a long season Mm -hmm. for sure. And maybe it will be something that I forever do. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course that, me deciding that also took Bruce being okay with that, <laughs> you know, like That's what we're doing. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. but, you know, yeah. he was on board of course, but yeah. good. that is good. Sounds like it was a good summer. Yeah. It, was. it was. I feel like it was the busiest summer we've yeah, ever had. Mm-hmm. It really was for us too, which is crazy. Like the first of summer you look and you're like, Oh, 
oh, you know, we're going to have tons of time to relax and all this stuff. And then things just keep getting piled on. But it was definitely a good summer. Yeah. A really good summer. I agree. So I mentioned that we went to a conference this past weekend. It was called She Speaks, and it's put on by Proverbs 31 Ministries. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So we're just going to – it's really meant for equipping um, writers and speakers. Very practical. In ministry, yes. Yeah, it's just very practical. Um, And so we were so blessed to go with Katie's mom, and it was just a sweet, sweet time. Mm -hmm. So we're going to share a few highlights of things that we've learned. Um, Who wants to go first? Erin, you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'll say one thing, and then I'll probably just build off of what you guys say too. But I think one thing that I found super encouraging was how – well, everyone spoke of the woman who put it mm. on. Mm. Yeah. Like um, Lisa Turkhurst, I've read some of her stuff. I didn't know too much about her or anything, but everyone there was so just talked about her generosity and how wonderful she is and how she even talked about, she didn't talk about how wonderful herself is. <laughs> That's all I meant. But she talked about like her vision for creating this conference was to turn around and be a resource for people that she never able she didn't have that when she was starting and so just like hearing her heart and seeing how she's grown this ministry to be the insane reach that it has an insane impact it has like I mean it's taken her years and years I think it's been like 20 something years Mm -hmm. she said like it's been a growing ministry so like that's kind of twofold like it's been amazing for me to see the longevity of that and like Mm -hmm. her faithfulness and like how God has brought her through that long of you know, creating a ministry, but then also what it's become. And that's been encouraging to us to just see like, Hey, you know what? It doesn't matter, you know, how many people listen or look at us or do whatever, like we're doing this for God and we're doing it for his glory and we're going to be faithful and whatever God decides to do with it, you know, awesome. But it's ultimately it's for him. And, um, so I think I was just super encouraged by seeing her and her leadership and, Mm -hmm. and just the longevity of it and the growth of it Mm -hmm. and, um, just how God has been faithful through all of that. Yeah. Katie, you have something more specific from breakouts, don't you? I do. Um, I was in a breakout. It was called um, called Confident and On Mission to Clarify My Why, and it was by Lisa Allen. Um, she, she was awesome. Like, we saw her all weekend up at the at the Oh, front. she was the MC. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah, she was the MC, and um, I don't know. I just love her. She's so great. But um, anyway, so her um, this breakout was about um, your calling statement, and she calls it a calling statement, not a mission statement, not a vision statement, because – Everybody has a mission statement. Nike does. Like Panera Bread probably does. I mean, like everybody <laughs> does. But mm, um, fill my belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about shoes. You were thinking about. Shoes. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> um, but having a calling statement, and um, I love that she said a calling uh, requires a caller, mm-hmm. and that is the Lord. And Good. I just I love that. Um, and she said you're not called to something or somewhere, but to someone, and mm-hmm. and that is God. Um, but so just in that uh, breakout session. Um, she just challenged us to um, create our our calling statement. And there were a lot of women in there who, I mean, this was probably their very first time. They're probably just like considering writing a book or starting a blog or a podcast. And then they're just in the very early stages. And so us as a ministry, like we have our, what we would call a mission statement, mm-hmm. but like our calling statement, we have that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she allowed time for the women there um, to make their calling statements. And um, so... As we did it, we went through um, the process of doing that, and then the women got to uh, read out their statements aloud. And um, 
I was so encouraged. Just so there are about seven to eight hundred women at the conference. So then inside this um, breakout, there were probably seventy five women. It was pretty full. Um, but just within the seventy five women there, um, we listened to about twenty different calling statements. And each one of them, every single one of them, was different. Mm-hmm. Every single one, except there was one that was. Um, very similar. And it was just amazing that there were two women in that same room with the exact same passion. Um, but some of them were, or one of them was child abuse, um, domestic violence, marriage reconciliation, adoption, fostering. Um, and then there were several that had to do with loss, um, just loss in general. But then there was, um, two women on opposite sides of the room, two completely different, probably different states and whatever, you know, just two completely different women with the exact same, um, vision of, um, a ministry for women, um, who've experienced loss, like in their twenties and thirties. And, um, I just thought that was just so amazing. And I was so encouraged that just in that one room alone, that there were, um, there was such a reach, mm-hmm. uh, just all over, just such a reach. And, um, I don't know. I just was so encouraged leaving that workshop. I love that because we've talked about that on here before, but it reminds us like not to look at other women's goals or other women's ministries mm-hmm. and be like, wow, look at that woman. Like, look at the reach she has or look what she's doing. Like it takes all of us to reach people within our own circles. Like even those two women who have the same like vision statement, they have different towns, they have different mm-hmm. churches, they have different women they can reach. So it's just such an, like a great reminder that the Lord has called us where we are in this time, in mm-hmm. this place with this specific passion to further his kingdom. And it takes all types. If everybody, was only focused on loss think of the women that wouldn't be reached or if no one was focused on loss Mm -hmm. think of the women who would be missed and so it's just I love that it's so encouraging and I I was thinking about that too at that conference how many women there were and how we each have different you know God-given passions and God-given gifts and different ways to use that and different groups to use that on and so that that's a really good takeaway yours kind of builds on that yeah mine was actually very very similar so it makes me think about first Corinthians 12 12 um and it goes on it's not just one verse but it's where we where um Paul is talking about the different parts of the body Mm -hmm. and I feel like we saw that so clearly this past weekend how like Katie was saying people have different passions and different giftings which we'll talk about in this whole next series that we're going to do um but we're all in this together and we tend to have this scarcity mentality that like there's not enough room for mm-hmm. all of us, mm-hmm. but it's not about us anyway. And right. if we're going to further God's kingdom, we've got to do it all together. And um, yeah. And so I saw that in the humility of the speakers mm-hmm. and the staff. Yeah. I mean, there were multiple times that I would be standing talking to someone and they were asking me about our ministry and what we do and like asking like in-depth questions. And then I would like glance down at their name tag and realize they were one of the speakers mm-hmm. or they've been on staff at Proverbs 31 for 15 plus years or whatever. And um, they just intermingled with the rest of us. And we had no idea because there was just so much humility. Yeah. Um, we were able to meet with with um, one of the staff members and we were asking some financial questions and she was like, I'm going to send you all this paperwork. Like what's mine is yours. Like we want to help as much as we can. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, it was just so, um, just such a sweet time of seeing other women in ministry that aren't doing it as a competitive sport. Right. Because that's yeah. not the way it's yeah. supposed to be. We're all on the same we mission. We're all on the same yeah. mission. And it was so encouraging. Well, and they encourage, like, hey, if you're a podcaster, go find another podcaster yes. and link up yes. and join forces and, and help promote each, each other. other. And just, yes, yes. It was, a lot of it was, like, 
make it about others, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, yeah. um, yeah. like even just within your own, like within podcasting and blogging, like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, promote other women, support them and their I ministries. Mean, they had publishers there. Like Aaron was able to meet with a publisher and, and then they had one of the breakouts I went to, they had a, um, editor talk to us and tell us like what they look for and book proposals and all of this stuff. And it's like, I mean, they really were wanting to equip us to get the gospel out there mm-hmm. to as many ears yes. as we possibly can. Yeah. And that, I, I mean, I just came home so hugely encouraged by that mm-hmm. to know that we're all on the same page. We're all in this together. It's the same mission and that's spring God glory. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was my biggest takeaway. For sure. Yeah. So it sounds like we all kind of had a similar yeah. takeaway, which I love because yes. we didn't really talk no, about we this didn't. much before. <laughs> so it's awesome how God does that. Yeah. It just shows you how far humility can can go. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. any, yeah. any woman in there speaking, like not that she could have justified pride or anything like mm-hmm. that, but definitely has, you know, has made a impact mm-hmm. and therefore could have gone to their head or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but to really yeah. see bottom to the top that entire ministry mm-hmm. was like so humble mm-hmm. was really really encouraging yeah yeah. It was. yeah okay so let's do a little preview into what's coming next yes so excited about this so this kind of started off with Aaron and I just saying like okay let's interview some women in the community doing something cool kind of like how God's using women yeah like in our community like within our circle people we know and then as we started talking to people I feel like it kind of um the focus kind of was narrowed a little bit and it's so cool how God does that um but I think we feel like we're living in this weird kind of tension right now in our culture um on one side we hear be the best you be you know um be all that you can be and it'll get you to the top but then like on the other side we hear this like no you should sacrifice everything all the time you shouldn't do anything that would even remotely promote yourself like Mm -hmm. if it brings you any quote-unquote glory at all like you shouldn't do it and so I've really been thinking about this lately because we see both sides of it. And I'm like, oh, where do I land? I have to pick one or the other. Uh-huh. And the more I think about it, the more I think, like, I I think that biblically there's a balance. And I feel like sometimes the word balance is kind of a dirty word because it's hard, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. balance is such a hard thing. And we know that balance is also something that you can't achieve perfectly. But um, you can try. You can strive for that balance. And so um, when we're thinking about kind of this tension, these two different things, there's some passages of scripture that kind of came to mind. And um, once again, going back to our buddy Paul, mm-hmm. and there's two different two different um, books or letters that he talks about this in, both in Romans and 1 Corinthians. I'm going to read both of them because both are good. So this is 1 Corinthians 12. Um, 4 through 11. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all and everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the spirit, the utterance of wisdom and to another, the utterance of knowledge, according to the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another, the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one in the same spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. And then in Romans 12, 3, he's talking about a very similar thing. He says, and this is um, 3 through 
8. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another, having given Uh, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith and if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. So through all of that, we see that Paul is saying to use your gifts because Mm -hmm. You've been given them by the Father, um, and we are to use them as part of the body of Christ, which he talks about in that in the Romans passage. But then in the First Corinthians pas- passage, following that is the passage that I referred to earlier, that's First Corinthians 12, 12 and on, um, talking about being part of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So that's why we are supposed to use these gifts as part of the body. Then we think about, okay, well, what's the function of the body of Christ? It is to spread the good news and to bring him glory. So ultimately, we can see that our gifts have been given to us to bring God glory. To do that, we have to use them. We can't just put them aside on the shelf and say, well, you know, like I can't do that because that's going to bring attention to me, so I can't, I can't use that gift. No, we've been given that gift, so we need to use it. But the question is, how do we use it in a way that it brings God the glory and not ourselves. So for the next five weeks, we're going to let you listen in onto some um, conversations that we've had with people that we think are doing this well. And I'm really excited because our very first episode in this series is, as I've alluded to several times, it's about generosity. And um, in that episode, Margaret talks a whole lot about like money and like monetary things. But I think that idea of generosity can also play into our giftings Mm -hmm. and how we need to be generous with our giftings and how we do that to bring God glory. Um, we're also going to have a worship leader on. We have an author. We have um, some, some podcasters. And authors. Yes, and authors. Um, so we're just so excited to see how these women that we admire and respect um, are living this out in their life, in their struggles, because this isn't, nobody does this perfectly. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited too. It's something totally different than we've, ever done in the past. I mean, we've had other people on the show in the past, obviously, but um, I think it'll be a cool series to transition us from summer into fall and really just highlight, like, what does this look like practically? Since we're talking so much about this, hey, we've been inspired by this idea of humility and generosity and, you know, everybody using their gifts for God's glory at that conference. We saw that throughout the summer. We've seen that. It all ties Mm -hmm. together. And so we just really want to give some, some kind of like some feet or some Mm -hmm. flesh to this idea. Yeah. Yeah. And not just say, Hey, here's what it could look like, but Hey, here's some people who are doing Mm -hmm. it really well and not to boost their ego or pride or anything like that, but to just show you like, here's some people who are walking in that tension of, you know, I'm not going to hoard my gifts to myself. Like I was thinking of the parable of the talents Mm -hmm. is another great place to look for, for, um, you know, inspiration for this passage specifically is, you know, in the parable of the talents, um, which we might get into on our next series. Will we go that far? Uh, we haven't decided. Okay. Um, but it's in Matthew, (laughs) it's, it's in Matthew, I think 25. 
No, I and, don't think we're going that far. Okay. It's in Matthew. <laughs> and uh, what basically, just to summarize real fast, parable of talents is Matthew, um, Matthew didn't give. In the parable, the master gives one man one talent, another man two talents, and another man five talents. And then he goes away and he comes back and he asks like, hey, how are my talents doing? Which talents is, it's kind of ironic that it, it's mm, money in yeah. this sense, but yeah. it also can mean talents Talents. in our sense but he comes back and the the guy who had five doubled it he invested it and he had 10 now and the guy who had two doubled it and invested and had four and then the guy who was given one he buried it and he said you know I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said, hey, I didn't want you to be mad if I lost it. So I just didn't do anything with Mm -hmm. it. I like hoarded it. I kept it to myself. And the master does not respond well to that. He says, you know, to the men who used what I gave them and multiplied it. Again, this is paraphrasing. Remember, you know, like (laughs) they did well. They did what I desired for them to do. And the guy who was given one, like it's pretty dramatic. But he says, like, you won't get anything. And you can just go read it if you'd like. But um, <laughs> so basically the point of all that is I, I was listening to a sermon about that specific passage the other day. And I was just thinking like, that's that's what we're doing. Yeah. Like we can see that parable. And obviously a parable is a story, but a story that tells a point that, you know, Jesus is giving us guidance and how to live. And one of the things that he's encouraging them is, hey, I've given you gifts. Like, what are you going to do with mm-hmm. them? Are yeah. you going to go bury them just for the sake of, oh, I'm being humble mm-hmm. or, oh, you know, I don't want to draw attention to myself. Like, no, I've given you gifts and I want you to use them. And at the end he comes back and and they're saying, this is the master's talents. They're never saying these are my talents that I've used or my talents that I've doubled. But at the end of the day, they're saying, these are your talents, Lord. And I'm going to do as much as I can and reach as much as as many people as I can for you and for your glory, because it's all from you and it's all for you and it's all to you. Like scripture tells us. So I think, that's another good passage that kind of roots us in why we're going this way with this series mm-hmm. to just, okay, we read that parable and we're like, well, what is that? How do I actually do that? Like, is it literally money? Like, am I supposed to do something with my money? And we'll address that a little bit in the yes. generosity yes. episode. It's so good. But more, even just more broadly than that, like everything we have is from the Lord, including our material things, but including our spiritual things, our gifts yep. and all of those things. And they're all the Lord's and they're all to be used for his glory. So we're really excited about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited. The ones we've already recorded are fantastic. Like, I am just so excited for you guys to get to hear those. And then we have a couple more that we're going to yep. record with some really awesome, awesome guests that you guys are going to love. And then after this series, we're going to go back into a book of the Bible. Yes. So don't think, oh, yes. no, we're just totally changing lanes nope. or anything like that. We still have the strong calling from the Lord to walk and equip, equip women in their biblical literacy. So we are going to continue to do that. But we thought it would be fun to have kind of a different series as we come back from summer. So before we sign off today, Katie, you want to give us a little update on things that are coming up for Adorned Ministries? Yes, actually, next Wednesday, it's um, August 7th at 9.30 a.m., mm-hmm. um, we are having a Mommy and Me play date, and that'll be at Chandler Creek Park. Um, don't actually look up Chandler Creek Park <laughs> because it, my Google might not take you there. Um, but um, if you go to our social media, we have um, a graphic on there, and it has an address on there. Um, so we have that coming up next Wednesday. And then um, October 7th, we are having our second Worship Under the Stars. It's the best. So well. excited. It's the best. Um, and it's at Lone Oak Barn. And um, just so beautiful out there. So anyway, just put those on your calendars. And again, just go to social media and you'll, you know, we'll be posting things there too. Bye-bye.
If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, and most importantly, share with a friend. The beautiful music that you've heard on this episode today is by the incredibly talented Katie Cobbs.